This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast designed and produced specifically for Florida small business owners and entrepreneurs. Small Biz Florida, talk that works for Florida. This podcast is supported by the Florida SBDC Network, providing the tools, strategies, and expertise to help Florida's business community thrive. Visit the Florida SBDC online at www.floridasbdc.org or contact your local office and get started on your path to success today. This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast and broadcast. It's all things business across the state of Florida. We're going to extend that during this interview. We're going to go on up into Georgia uh, with our next guest. But um, Small Biz Florida is uh, is here on the road um, covering the JMI, Small Business Leadership Conference, in uh, beautiful Orlando at the JW Marriott. Uh, all kinds of great segments we've been able to capture here at the JMI conference. We've got entrepreneurs who were on Shark Tank. We got some great vendors and, and resources uh, highlighted in these segments. So again, hope uh, hope our listeners find some value in all that we've uh, produced and covered here at the JMI conference. Um, we've got our good friend and co-host, uh, Dr. Herb Ricardo, a standout professor at the School of Business at Indian River State College. Uh, Again, Dr. Ricardo, thank you for hanging in there with us through all these segments at JMI. Tom, thank you very much for having me here. It's great. Absolutely. And listen, uh, can't wait for this conversation. Uh, You know, a great resource, uh, which I... uh, um, uh, of course, uh, think is one of the most valuable uh, small business resources uh, out there across the entire country. We've got with us Mark Collier, uh, who serves as the area director of the University of Florida Small Business Development Center uh, at the DeKalb office. Uh, Mark, uh, listen, welcome to Small Biz Florida. Thanks so much, Tom, and thank you, Dr. Ricardo, for inviting me on. Listen, I love, I love having a uh, another SBDC person on the show so we can talk SBDC. So <laughs> I really appreciate you taking the time out to be to be with us. Well, we have to first do the secret SBDC handshake, right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know if they've actually uh, allowed me in yet to the. Uh, they I've, have not been through orientation uh, yet, so I do not know the secret handshake. But let me tell you, Mark, I tell folks all the time, it is so easy for me to talk about the the SBDC, Small Business Development Center, because I was on the other side of this. Yes. Um, I was in private enterprise, owned and operated a small business. Um, we had multiple locations. Um, it, you know, I had 20, 30, 40, 50 employees at any given time. Uh, did about $10 million uh, in annual revenue. And, and um, let me tell you, uh, there's not a day go by that I don't think to myself, I could have used the SBDC. Uh, it's an incredible program, and uh, I appreciate what you do uh, in Georgia. Well, thank you very much, and I would agree with you. It is it is an incredible resource to small businesses. And what I tell customer our clients all the time is they, they come and they say, you know, the business model, I tell them it's a no direct cost. 
We don't like to use the word free because that right. implies no value. And we deliver a lot of value to small businesses. Oh, yeah. But they're always perplexed by the business model. And I tell them, I said, listen, our business model is very simple. When we help you grow your revenue, you grow your employee base, guess what you do? You pay more taxes. Try it. Yeah. Our business model is no, uh, no more complicated than that. Right. And I told him, I said, maximize the value of the ROI on your tax dollars and utilize our services. Absolutely. I, I listen, I preach it uh, every day uh, to, to small business owners around the Treasure Coast. Um, and you were uh, kind of before we went on, Mark, you were kind of talking about a little bit of the history of the SBDC. I, I told you I understand a little bit of the history in the state of Florida, but you were telling me that the SBDC actually was created in, in Georgia. Now give yes. us a little bit of the history of the SBDC. Absolutely, Tom. The history of the SBDC uh, has its genesis at the University of Georgia under then-President Carter uh, during his administration. 1979, he had the, the wisdom to uh, want to support small businesses the best way he could. So he initiated the SBDC program at the University of Georgia. Uh, it has been so wildly successful that it has since expanded to all 50 states and uh, also has uh, spawned a, a, a national uh, kind of coalition, which is America's SBDC network. Right. But uh, it all began, uh, hum- it has its humble beginnings right there in Athens, wow. Georgia. Uh, and we have now since expanded. We have 18 offices around the state. Uh, upwards of 50 consultants uh, across all what I call the five core business functional areas, strategic planning, uh, marketing, operational excellence, uh, financial reporting, and human resource management. So we wow. kind of cover all five core business functional areas, delivering uh, one-on-one uh, confidential one-on-one consulting, as well as uh, continuing education classes that you can find on our website, and of course, market research, which is very, very valuable to small businesses. Yeah. And, and talk about uh, some of the specialties. You also uh, work with the uh, government contracting area. Do you help folks uh, access those kind of resources? And and uh, do you have those those kind of functions in Georgia? No, absolutely. Yeah. We have a couple of specialty divisions. Uh, one of our specialty divisions is the Office of Multicultural Affairs, where we specifically work with underserved uh, business communities, uh, Hispanic businesses, uh, African-American businesses, women-owned businesses are all also under that right. umbrella, and uh, a specialty uh, office uh, medical professionals wow. uh, for medical, nice. um, either medical, dental, veterinarian. Wow. And uh, we also have another specialty area of government contracting, uh, which is uh, done by, out of our Morehouse office, uh, done by the area director down there, uh, Donald Lamar, who is a ran an 8A company, uh, still owns it, uh, has an, an ownership interest, I should say, but uh, understands that space very intimately. Right. And we can help walk our clients through the process of uh, 8A certification if they choose to go that route. You know, I had the uh, opportunity when I was in private enterprise. I, uh, uh, again, uh, talked about uh, my ownership years. But uh, our regional office that we had to visit on a regular uh, basis was uh, located in Georgia, outside of uh, Atlanta. So I had an opportunity for for those 20 years to, to visit Atlanta on a fairly regular basis. And uh, it was already a... Obviously, you know, thriving, growing uh, city, but I can't even imagine what's happened the last 
uh, a decade since I've been out of that small business uh, that I owned and operated. Talk to us a little bit about the the Atlanta Atlanta metro area. I mean, what what's going on uh, around that area now? A lot's going on, Tom. Uh, it has grown to be just a, just the gateway to the south. Um, some of the business uh, segments that have really taken off in the Atlanta metro area are film, for one. Wow. Uh, there are a number of film studios now that have sprouted up anywhere from Tyler Perry, Third Rail, just to name a couple. But uh, they've really taken uh, root in Atlanta, uh, in the Atlanta area, and just hundreds of thousands of square feet of studio space has sprung up and with more on the drawing board. Wow. Uh, secondarily, uh, fintech, financial technology, has become a just a booming sector as well with a number of fintech companies uh, headquartering. Uh, as a matter of fact, they, they joke sometimes we become the uh, Silicon Valley of the East. Wow. Uh, now, with the number of fintech companies that have uh, located to Atlanta and are sprouting in Atlanta, um, uh, they uh, are one of our uh, other institutions. We call them that uh, trade school on North Avenue, Georgia Tech. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they yeah. have uh, kind of an angel investors network where they host um, technology companies uh, with um, potential venture capitalists for funding. Right. And our very own University of Georgia has opened up an innovation hub uh, on the Athens campus. Wow, nice. Up there also uh, directly uh, geared toward uh, technology companies. Wow. So uh, nice. Atlanta has grown significantly. Yeah. Uh, no, that's great. And, um, you know, I've certainly seen a lot of uh, growth up that way. Um, wh- what are you finding that some of the small businesses, uh, as far as some of the obstacles that they're they're having to deal with uh, post-pandemic, um, what are you seeing? Wow, Dr. Carter, I, I would say that's along two fronts. Number one is uh, labor. Uh, mm-hmm. But that is yeah. kind of across the board. Uh, you know, labor retention, labor recruitment. Uh, let's say that's that's at the top of the list. And, of course, uh, one of the stalwarts uh, at the top of that list that hasn't changed much is access to capital. Yeah. Uh, small businesses still have a very difficult time uh, in that arena. But, um, thankfully, there's some resources that are currently in play and on the horizon that will hopefully help alleviate that. You know, what we're seeing, of course, an awful lot in the state of Florida is new business starts just off the chart uh, for the last number of years. We've had multiple conversations about all this, the great resignation, people wanting to be entrepreneurial. Are you seeing that in Georgia? Are you seeing the same kind of uh, tremendous growth in in startups? Absolutely. Uh, We obviously we follow those numbers. And as to your point, they've just exploded in terms of uh, just business starts, uh, LLC formations, uh, and the like. And and to your point, that great resignation and people have a desire to be entrepreneurs. So that bodes well for the SBDC network, uh, both ours and yours down here in Florida. Because those people, they're going to need resources. Um, Most of them are coming from corporate. They don't know all of the nuances of running a business. And uh, we us uh, up in Georgia and you guys that down there in yeah. Florida are very, very um, adept, and that's what you do. So, yeah. uh, so go back. I know you talked about it, but go back again and kind of tell us the the, the profile of, of, of the Georgia SBDC program. How many consultants did you say? We have 18 offices around wow. the state and upwards of 50 consultants. Wow. So... so 
just like in the state of Florida, uh, a, a small business operator and owner in Georgia has easy, ready access to, to the SBDC. Absolutely. Our 18 offices cover all 159 counties in Georgia. We're a very uh, county populous uh, state right. down in Georgia, and uh, we, we do a great job of, of outreach. We do a great job of continuing education to entrepreneurs and just delivering those value services that are helping grow and scale. Right, and um, and are you your where where is your host institution? You're hosted at the University of Georgia. Yes, our network may be a little uh, a little bit different from how you're um, uh, set up in Florida, but we have what are called the host institutions at the University of Georgia, but we also have what are called contract centers right. uh, with a couple of different uh, other um, uh, academic institutions: uh, Georgia Southern. Uh, Clayton State, uh, Morehouse College is our newest one, uh, Georgia Southern, uh, Valdosta State, they all host uh, SBDC offices on a contract center basis, nice. uh, but the majority of the offices are under the UGA umbrella. All right, and I guess I I can't help but ask you what's a what's a what's a Georgia Bulldog doing down in uh, in Florida at the JMI conference? <laughs> well, this JMI conference it's one of the leading conferences. I mean, my first time uh, attending here. I'm also uh, presenting a workshop tomorrow morning on strategic planning. Nice, but uh, I've just been wildly impressed with uh, the quality of the speakers, the quality yeah. of the content, the quality of the food. I'm a foodie. <laughs> the meeting planners done a great. Right. job job uh, on all as aspects of planning. And as you well know, this is a beautiful venue down oh, yeah. here at JW Marriott. Uh, looking out from my window, I was just disappointed I didn't bring my golf clubs. <laughs> so uh, presentation is on strategic planning, uh, a, a, a subject and topic near and dear to uh, to Dr. Ricardo uh, is uh, his teaching and his heart. Talk to us a little bit about your presentation. What, sure. what are you going to cover? Uh, I'm going to cover the value of an annual SWOT exercise, and that's an acronym, as you all are well familiar with, Strength, Weaknesses, Opportunities, and Threats. And uh, it's all back to, you know, what I found, Tom, is a lot of entrepreneurs, they launch their businesses, they are, uh, you know, so busy trying to make the cash register ring, and we have an, uh, a saying, and say they're so busy working on their business, they don't take time to spend working on their business. So they're worse working in it, day-to-day, right. uh, -day, you know, trying to churn out that revenue, which, which right. they have to do. And um, foot, I mean, uh, businesses, uh, my background before I got into the SBDC work, I was a capital projects manager for 15 years, uh, managing uh, large com construction projects. And what I found is that businesses are much like buildings. The most important part is the foundation. So I really preach, you know, mission statement, vision statement, core values for your company, and then before you even launch into the SWAT. So I'm going to discuss a little bit about that tomorrow. Uh, you know, back to the football basics, man, blocking and tackling, man. Uh, nice. A lot of what uh, business fundamentals are all about. So I'll just leave the podcast now and let you two talk mission, vision, statement. Dr. Ricardo, this is you. Tom, this is great. And, and Mark, my gosh, um, how important that is for an Absolutely. organization to... Um, to go through a SWOT analysis. Now, um, one of the things, again, because I, I do teach somewhat the uh, SWOT analysis, um, the strengths and weaknesses are your internal yes, sir. Um, characteristics, you right? You get it. You get and, it. And, of course, your opportunities and threats are the external ones. Absolutely. Um, 
maybe share a little bit about what your experience is like with um, how the um, small businesses have received um, some of these. Uh, some of them have done some iteration of it, but what I found in businesses who have engaged in a SWOT analysis, they it's a one and done. They do it, put it on the shelf. And I tell them that's a big mistake. I mean, uh, you have to revisit it at least on a quarterly basis because competitors change, markets change, economies change, pandemics happen. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I mean, because think about <clears throat> those businesses who went through a full strategic planning in January of 2020. Right. It was obsolete uh, middle of March. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Completely yeah, true. obsolete right. the middle of March. That's right. So just <clears throat> not only just setting the baseline for that SWOT analysis, but then revisiting it each quarter. Because I have an old old saying, what cannot be measured cannot be improved. So if you're not pulling that thing, dusting it off, looking at it, making sure that they're taking steps toward achieving those strategic goals that they set in January, I mean, well, what's the point of engaging in the exercise? And and um, what is your uh, your idea for um, most small businesses as far as uh, time frame for these? You know, obviously, everybody's working, you know, I mean, like, how are we going to take time? Time out of our busy schedule. Sure. Um, do they do? Do you do kind of a half day, full day, two days, um, or, or and and how do you determine that? Uh, I, that would be determined, uh, Dr. Carter, by the size of the business. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Obviously, smaller businesses, you can get it done in a little bit less time. Uh, larger organizations with more moving parts, it's going to take a little bit more time. But typically, uh, I, I tell them, you know, let's set aside a half a day. You know, bring all of your key people to this. You know, it should be a brainstorming uh, exercise of your, you know, uh, high-level executives and the talent that is within your company and those decision makers that have to contribute uh, to where the strategic plan is going to lead you. Yeah. So. Yeah, and that and that brainstorming is yes, so important, isn't yes, it? Yes, yes, I mean, it is. you could probably spend almost half of the morning or even half of the day. Correct. On on just you know, let's just go over and start thinking about what we've done, what yep. we want to do, where right. we are. Absolutely, and that's uh, what I do in my exercise, and I'll go through that tomorrow a little bit in my presentation. It's going to be interactive, and I'm going to ask a. I have a series of introspective questions for each quadrant of the SWAT. Oh wow! That will help kind of foster that thinking and that brainstorming to kind of get some of those ideas out that they can get on paper. Yeah. And as you well know, a brainstorming exercise is not about vetting the ideas. It's it's a brain dump. That's it's, right. Uh, getting the ideas out on paper, we'll vet them and you know uh, go over them later. Right. But let's get everything out right now yeah 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 and I, of course i couldn't agree more i and i i wrote an article um uh, a couple of um issues ago in treasure Coast business magazine about you know taking time stopping you know and taking the time to do that strategic planning session absolutely and no better time now than after we've you know come out of this pandemic yeah. what we do Finally what important. worked what didn't work let's yep. talk about where we are today yeah. but i i love your concept of of, of really kind of honing in on just that SWOT analysis and doing it annually. Absolutely. And making that just part of the routine for yeah. the small business yeah. owner. What's been successful for me is I reach out to my um, uh, clients around December when they're thinking about the next year, they're planning, it's at the forefront right. of their minds. And I say, okay, let's get an appointment on the books right now, sometime yeah. in January, to sit down and do that strategic planning uh, right. exercise. And most of them are very receptive then, because like I said, December, they're, you know, other than Christmas, uh, they're thinking about next year. Most entrepreneurs right. that, you know, are forward thinking uh, individuals. Right. 
what what are some of the uh, what are what's some of the pushback you get from business owners when you say it's time let's talk about this what's the pushback and then I want to how do you how do you address the pushback we don't have time everybody's busy there you go yeah you hit it that's the number one oh we don't right. have time and my, my pushback to that is you don't have you can't you can't afford not to make the time right if you're serious about growing your business, if you're serious about, uh, you know, unless you want to be a hamster on a, uh, on a, on a spin wheel, right? that's what you're going to do without, without uh, you know, you're a ship on the ocean without a rudder. Well, and, and, and have the, a direction. This, yeah, this whole conference, we've heard so many uh, of the speakers talk about, we've got to be innovative. We've got to look ahead, in, innovative in all aspects of the business, HR and technology and yep. uh, social media. It's all about being innovative. And I think, I think uh, to, to your point, I think we've got to be innovative in the way we, we plan. And, Absolutely. And think strategically. Well, I think Benjamin Franklin, one of my another one of my favorite sayings, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Right. No, I, it, it, you're exactly right, and I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, well, I'm um, I'm excited about seeing your presentation. Oh, well, great, great. Tomorrow, tomorrow 9.30, I don't know what room I'll be in, but uh, I'm looking forward to it. Now, I, I get excited doing it. Now, remember, I just want to go ahead and uh, warn you, I use the case method, uh, copy and steal everything, uh, Mark. So <laughs> I, I, I call that uh, rip off and duplicate. <laughs> I may be taking some notes in the back. If you, there's no warning that says I cannot film this, uh, like in the movie theater. So that's right. Uh, yeah, look, looking forward to it, Mark. Uh, great work. Uh, it, it's always nice to to meet and talk with a fellow SBDC uh, consultant, Mark. Absolutely. I mean, I just, you know, it, it. Sometimes I pinch myself, Tom. I I get paid to help people get up in the morning every day, work with small business owners, and help them grow and scale their businesses. It's uh, it's it's my dream job. It really yeah. is. No. Well, we appreciate it. It, it is uh, truly a, a public service, and, and we appreciate uh, you sharing your experiences, expertise, and skill sets with, uh, with Georgia's small business community. You're more than welcome. And thank you for making the trip down here into enemy territory, gate, gate, you know, Gville, uh, down, down, well, UCF at least, uh, the Knights down here. But anyway, Mark, uh, great work. Thank you. It's, it's Mark Collier who serves, uh, as the, uh, with the Georgia, uh, SBDC. He is, uh, he is the, uh, area director for the DeKalb, uh, area with the SBDC in Georgia. And, and Again. I and I represent the national champion, Georgia Bulldogs. Yes, you do. That's right. I forgot about that. I had, I had block. I had a block on that, Mark, till just now. Uh, so uh, again, Mark, thank you for your time. Thank you for making the commitment to come down and, and share uh, with the uh, with the participants here at JMI. Tom, I want to thank you for the opportunity to come and share about my story. And uh, Dr. Yep. Ricardo, thank you as well. Absolutely. Tom, thank you. Oh, and Mark, really, uh, great job having you here. Yep. That's great. All right. Okay. Uh, folks, uh, stay tuned. Uh, Small Biz Florida is at the JMI Small Business Leadership Conference, and there's more to come. This is Small Biz Florida. This has been Small Biz Florida. Created and produced by the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Your host for Small Biz Florida is Tom Kindred. Partners for Small Biz Florida include WPSL and WSTU and Indian River State College. Named the 2019 winner of the Aspen Prize for Community College Excellence.